the Russia-Ukraine conflict mm. persists. What is your position today, and has it changed any on support of Ukraine? No, and no, and, and let me explain why it hasn't. So we have to show... Now, I understand we can't be the only ones involved. NATO has to be involved. Now, understand Ukraine is not a part of NATO, but there are many NATO countries that will be affected if, if Ukraine falls. So the investment that we're making, the, the reason why we're not in protecting them is they are not a part of NATO. If they were part of NATO, uh, uh, Amendment 5 would automatically require uh, us to move in a way that NATO forces would then join them in their fight. But I think we have to send a clear message and understand this. When you start hearing the dollar amounts that we're sending to Ukraine, it's a lot. Don't get me wrong. But also included with the bill that we passed was also replenishing our own supplies that this administration left on the ground in Afghanistan. That adds a whole lot. Well, and there was a to, tremendous to amount of equipment Unbelievable. Left there. Unbelievable. And, and I'm reminded when I think about that is... You remember that time when you were a kid and, you know, you had your sticks and all your weapons and you're playing army and you, you have all of them and all of a sudden you, the play guys that are playing against you uh, are coming at you and everything like that. You just leave your sticks and yeah. all the stuff that you had and all the stuff you made and everything like that. You just left it there and ran away. Yeah, that never happened, did it? No. Why in the world would we do that? But at any rate, um, that's what we did. So, well, it was unbelievable. And it had to be replaced. Yeah. So, but in the in the, your original question... Um, let me tell you that we have to send a clear message for two reasons. One, we because Russia will continue to move forward. Now, the danger in that is that, well, first off, we saw that, that Russia's ground forces are not that good. Two, the real issue is, but the country itself has the ability to have Putin with his finger on a button. That's a very dangerous situation, and we have to be very, very, very careful on what we're doing. This administration uh, is very awkward and very dangerous in things that they say at a time when we need to make sure that they don't reach for that button. But if they also know that if they do reach for the button, that would be a very bad move on their part. Now, you add to that that China is watching this whole thing. China is a bigger threat than Russia. China is already threatened to take Taiwan and impart it, uh, put it back in the part of the empire. Now, remember that China um, is still an imperialist power. And the communist China government, not necessarily the Chinese people, believe very strongly in the imperial system. And that is for total rule. China right now has a navy larger than the United States. Matter of fact, to get to the point where we would have a navy and air support to the level that we need, we would have to have all NATO forces together to offset what China has in equipment and stolen technology from us. Right. Okay. But it is big. Uh, so this, there's a whole lot plays into why do you make the investment? We could say, and I've got several supporters and several uh, constituents that don't put in any more money. Don't don't be involved with that. Why are we the nation's police force? Well, because we're the we are the superpower. If we lose the superpower status, 
unlike the United States with superpower status, our job is not to take over the world. China, Russia, Iran, um, they have Korea, that mentality. That is a mentality. And those four that I just named, they could come together in an alliance to do just that. So it is a, something that we have to watch very, very closely. My biggest fear is that the administration is too worried about being woke and not worried about what their our actual job is. And the way that I think most everyday Americans who I think the study said on average, the the average American thinks about politics seven minutes a week. Right. And they see it at the gas pump. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the, whenever they see the gas prices go from 320 to 417, they think, well, something must be going on. Well, two, two years ago, two years ago, no one cared what uh, um, OPEC was doing. Right. Because we were energy independent. Energy independence gives you the opportunity to drill, collect, produce, refine the fuel that is necessary for your operation without going outside of our borders. You don't have to beg anybody. Matter of fact, quite often they're begging you to reduce your production. But you can tell them, no, we're we're going to be the country that we need to be, right. which is what we need to go back to doing, which is why I'm on a bill that reinstates the XL pipeline. Keystone pipeline. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also other things that allow for reinstating of the offshore drilling and drilling on public land uh, safely, cleanly. Okay. Sure. Because, because we were doing that before, and the way we do it is very, very... Clean. Oh, the technology is much the technology different. Technology is so it was much different. Thirty, now. forty years ago. Of course, another bill that I that I've done and the administration hates, but it's got to be done, and that is the, our strategic oil reserves. You know, our strategic oil reserves are set back for a reason. A war or some other emergency. War is the biggest emergency. The second might be, let's say, we have multiple national disaster. Uh, Natural disaster, yeah, a giant Earth, hurricane earthquake, or something, a, a couple of hurricanes and, and, and an earthquake all at the same time. Okay, then you tap the reserve. What my bill does is it says that if a president, um, Republican, Democrat, who's ever in, because it, would, it will become law, it basically says that um, if you choose to tap the reserves in a non-emergency situation, for political purposes, is not an emergency situation. To save your political career because the gas prices are going up, probably not, you know, considered an emergency. You, if you do that, the Secretary of Energy has no, no say instantly. All permitting process must be opened up for full permit access so that we can instantly start drilling to replace what has been tapped in the oil reserve. To do what? the oil reserve is doing but in a way that's you know market-based when it comes to accessing the supply that's naturally there right and and the thing is it also um when when we start talking about the oil uh, the strategic oil reserves you do understand that when trump left office we had the largest amount of oil in reserve that we've ever had in the entire time of uh, the, the existence of our country. Now, what's that? When we were talking earlier about the problems with China and everything like that, understand they also monitor what are our abilities to be self-sufficient. That that reserve allows 
us to send a message that way too well and china just brought online six new coal-fired power plants or announced they were building them sure and so they're and gonna, so and germany's germany's building a bunch 9.7 million kilowatts of energy and so you know, all of the it's as mitt romney and many others have said in the past it's global warming it's not america warm right our climate right. you know it's, you can't it's global you can't all of a sudden change. put ourselves so so here's what it is we're in a, for, in a fight for having the world's best economy that's that's basically what countries do they they, they try to get the best economy in their own well we we're by the laws that our environmentalists want to set and our and our left wants to set is like tying our hands to go into the fight and right. and then wonder why it is that the other nations are going yeah you need to do that 